Hello there, you're listening to the Park Rush podcast. This is a Think Park podcast. I'm Tom, just here to let you know that our weekly Think Park video news show in the loop is doing double duty this week as we're pretty busy around here, what with planning more Think Park trips, editing vlogs for trips that we've already done, and just planning out the next few weeks of podcasts ahead of uh, my fine self getting away for a little break, a little R&R. So it just made sense for In The Loop to do double duty this week. We hope you enjoy the show. There's lots of exciting news to talk about, including Alton Towers replacing one of its most beloved rides and Japan reopening for tourists. So most importantly, we can all get to Disneyland and Universal Studios. So we talk about both of those stories and much more on the show this week. The podcast and In The Loop will be separate again next week. On next week's podcast, we are hoping to be able to discuss the Halloween Horror Nights at Universal Studios Orlando and uh, Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party at Disney World in Florida. And then, and then, we've got the Euro Rush trip reports to get into. So plenty to come on the main podcast feed, but hopefully you enjoy today's show. A reminder that if you do, then In The Loop is available every week on our YouTube channel and is also available as an audio podcast every week if you are a subscriber to our £1 a month tier on Patreon. Without further ado, enjoy the show. Josh, shall we get into this week's news? Hell yeah. Okie dokie. Well, maybe somewhat lazy of me, <laughs> but uh, I've decided to uh, take advantage of my second job. Uh, I mean, I guess, it's, it, I guess it's actually my first job, but I dedicate so much time and effort and thought towards Park Rush that... I'm starting to see my professional duties as more of a second job. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> to, be com- to be completely honest. But this comes from Sky News, the premier broadcaster, premier news source in the UK. Yeah. No bias detected. No. And uh, Nemesis at Alton Towers, the classic roller coaster, the first of its kind in Europe when it opened nearly three decades ago. It's closing for, and I quote, an exciting revamp. Hell yeah. And Josh, this is an old favourite of yours. I mean, you sound excited. Are you, are you emotional at all? I, I am a bit emotional. When I first heard the news, I was like, oh no, is it, go- is it going? Is Are they replacing it? And I was like, say it's not so. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, getting a revamp, which is uh, the best, the best news. Uh, that could be uh, could come from that, I guess. Um, it's it's an old boy, old, old girl now. Uh, what almost a decade, uh, three decades old. Uh, it's my number two ride. Uh, think uh, roller coaster at least. Um, uh, only recently being overtaken by uh, the Smiler, another Walton Towers ride. Uh, it's it's been up there for so long. Um, it it's it's due a retrack. Uh, and I'm glad that it is getting one. Yeah, let's just take a look here at the statement that Alton Towers released. Um, They've said it's going to close on the 6th of November, so at the end of the current theme park season here in the UK. 
uh, and Alton Towers say people, therefore, of course, have a matter of weeks left to enjoy its heart-pounding and exhilarating twists and turns. Nemesis, Europe's first inverted roller coaster, will return in 2024 after an exciting revamp. Until then, visitors to the theme park will have just a few more weeks to enjoy its corkscrews and loops before it starts its transformation this winter. Details of the transformation are being kept under wraps for now, with more information to be revealed nearer the time. Uh, there's also a quote here from Kate McBurney, the head of product excellence at Alton Towers Resort, who said, The legendary roller coaster is loved by thrill seekers across the UK and beyond, and we want to give fans of the ride the opportunity to experience Nemesis in its current form before it closes on the 6th of November. Uh, Alton Towers, obviously, uh, a fair trek for us down south, but are, are you tempted to make to make the long journey up there to, to have one more go before it shuts? I am quite tempted. Uh, yeah. It's, uh, oh, it does, does feel very tempting. Will I make it? Who knows? I've uh, got a lot going on these days. Uh, busy weekends. We've got, well, I mean, two podcasts to put out pretty much every weekend. Um, takes up a lot of time, but uh, maybe. Maybe, we'll, maybe I'll make it. We'll, we'll wait and see, I guess. Sounds like some good, uh, some good social content to me, Josh. The final ride on Nemesis. Oh. I just, you know, the way from what I've heard, the rumours anyway are that it's getting a retrack. But the way they're talking about it is that it's getting a transformation, a you know, an exciting uh, new, op- you know, new experience, and that's and it's current. And you know, guests will get to experience it until the sixth of November in its current form. Makes me wonder what they might be doing with it if they're talking like that. Are they? That, yeah. Are they? Are they changing stuff? Well, that was going to be my question. Is uh, you know, what do you think the extent of the of the transformation is going to be? I guess there are sort of three buckets you could place it in. Right? There's sort of like uh, they they could do like a Hulk where they essentially recreate the ride as you know it but with new track so that it just runs a lot smoother yeah you know maybe they could enhance it in in uh, in a similar way to hulk as well by perhaps adding onboard audio or something like that maybe update the storyline be behind cool. the ride um or maybe do you see them doing something more akin to like Space Mountain in Paris, where they're not really changing the track in any way, but maybe just giving it a retheme. Or do you see this as being like, are we we're going to completely build a new ride essentially? And whilst it may keep the Nemesis name or a variation of the Nemesis name, to all intents and purposes, this is going to be a brand new ride. What do you think's most likely, and what do you what do you want them to do? Uh. Obviously, it's, it's been shut for quite some time, uh, over a year. Uh, I'm hoping it's a re- it's a Hulk esque retrack. Uh, maybe some additional items so like sound and that sort of thing. Um, what I guess could be quite cool is if they uh, if they're going to make any changes would be some sort of uh, launch at the beginning. Uh, kind of Hulk-esque as well, actually. You know, how Hulk launches you out of that tube. Maybe if, if it could do something like that at the beginning, uh, that would be cool. But I don't think I'd want much past uh, that, really. I think a new 
coming up with a new ride, you might as well not, you know, don't call it Nemesis. Don't, don't, don't do it to me. Don't do it to the fans. Call it something else if you're going to get rid of it and change it. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah, it'll be interesting because obviously you've got Nemesis Inferno at Thorpe Park. Yeah. So, you know, would they do something similar in terms of naming this? If it is something like a retrack, you know, they call it Nemesis colon something else or, you know, Nemesis remastered. <laughs> I don't Re rebirth. Re, uh... Rebirth. Yeah, that's not bad. That's not bad. Um, yeah, I'll be very interested. I mean, obviously, I don't really have a great deal of reverence for Nemesis. I've only been to Orton Towers once, mm. uh, which was just after all the COVID lockdowns. Uh, I, but I, I enjoyed it, but it definitely felt its age. So it, it certainly makes sense uh, that it's getting this revamp. Yeah, I don't think and, it's ever been done before. So, you know, it's quite impressive that it's still, I mean, it, it, it is definitely feeling its age, but it's quite impressive that it's as comfortable as it is considering its age. You know, if you look at things like Hulk, um, that aged a lot quicker than this has done. Yeah, quite possibly. Quite possibly. Uh, and uh, according to uh, this article here, it has been ridden more than 50 million times. Uh, but as well, you say, um, I, I think it's feeling its age by now, of course. But yeah, yeah. As, uh, I think it's it's done good. The girl done good. For and, sure. And uh, hopefully she gets a good send off. And uh, we look forward to seeing what they do. Uh, Orton Towers, and, and hopefully they do Nemesis justice. I'm sure that they will. Was this a John Wardley joint? Sure was. This was uh, one of the ones that put him on the map, as it were, in the roller coaster biz. Do you think they'll get him get him back in for this uh, revamp? Uh, I think that he'll definitely be there as a consultant. I'd have thought he's still doing consultancy work for them. Uh, he did, you know, consultancy work on Smiler and uh, Swarm at thought park and that sort of thing so some of the more recent rides so uh, i think he might be coming back for the redo of jewel as well the uh uh kind of scare shooter uh haunted mansion shooter that they used to have at alton towers which shut recently so um he's definitely still uh about mm. yeah cool okay well, let's move on, but we'll be sticking with Sky News for the next story here, which is not strictly theme park related, but will be of interest to theme park goers, uh, including ourselves. Yes. Uh, Japan to ease COVID. COVID? What's, do you remember what, what's COVID, Josh? I, from... It's a name I haven't heard for a long time. No, I don't. I can't remember what that is. No. Beyond no. me. Anyway, yeah, they're to ease covid border restrictions for foreign travelers so japan will ease its covid19 border control requirements and resume visa-free travel from next month in a bid to foster a recovery in the country's tourism sector the rules will be changed as of the 11th of october a cap on the number of daily arrivals which is currently set at 50,000, and the requirement to adhere to planned package tours will also be scrapped Japan has enforced some of the strictest border measures in the world since the pandemic began, blocking entries to visitors for two years before it gradually started reopening in June. Uh, so I believe you will still have to show proof of vaccination, full vaccination, and you will also have to test negative 
for COVID before entry. So it's a similar setup to what it was uh, for me when I went to Florida earlier this year. What was the what were the rules for your family when they went to Florida in August? Were, were um, they still they having to test negative or was it just vaccination or nothing at all? Uh, just vaccination for them. Uh, the youngest nephew who is not fully vaccinated, uh, he might not be vaccinated at all, uh, just due to age. Uh, he had to test, I believe. Right. Yeah. Uh, okay. So if, you, if, you're, if you're fully vaccinated, then yeah, you didn't have to test cool all right uh yeah so japan you know um given that you, you have to be vaccinated and you have to test negative uh it's not you know uh a complete free-for-all just yet but uh this is fantastic news and of course the theme park angle here is that it's got two disney parks we which are widely regarded as two of the very best in the world and of course it's got a Universal Studios park, which for now is the only place that has Super Nintendo World. And of course, it's also the only place that has Jaws. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of crazy. It's the only it's the only Universal park in the world that has like the classic quintessential Universal ride that is shut everywhere else. Yeah. And the like kind of future of Universal in the form of Nintendo, which is yet to open anywhere mm. else. So it's kind of amazing. It's kind of the perfect... Uh, it, you know, it's got the past and the, and the future, uh, as well as all the present stuff that you're used to seeing elsewhere, like Harry Potter and Spider-Man, etc. So, yeah, yeah, I can't wait to get to all three of those parks. I was absolutely gutted, of course, for those who don't know, we had a 2020 trip to Japan, all booked and ready to go. And then I think about two weeks before we were due to fly, all the parks started to shut indefinitely for COVID, various other things that we'd booked started to shut. Yeah. We could have still gone and a couple of guys that we were going with did still go. But yeah, the the trip as we had planned it uh, would have had to have been, you know, adapted and scaled back quite significantly. So we made the difficult decision to kind of get as much money back as we could and, and, and not go uh, because we knew ultimately that, we would need to go back to do most of what we were going there to do. So yeah. uh, this is great news, and uh, I guess we'll be flying out on the 12th, Josh. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Squeeze it in there, uh, go to Nemesis the, the week before, and then uh, yeah, Dis uh, Japan and then Disneyland Paris after that. Um, actually, you talk about the parks in Japan, uh, you know, there are talks mm. that there's going to be a third Disney park coming. Uh, you've got Disneyland, you've got Disney Sea. Uh, soon would, will be Disney Air. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know about this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that will have uh, things like the Avatar ride will go into there um, and some other air sort of styled attractions where you can fly and that oh, sort of thing. Yeah. Are they like pretty new rumours or have they been around for ages and I'm just uh, The rumours have been around for a while, um, but I think there was talks that maybe uh, the latest rumours I've heard is that they were going to be announced at D23 uh, and then very last minute they pulled them, pulled the announcement uh, to focus on other things and they'll re-announce it in a future D23. Right fair because i do feel like people really do, you know for example fans of disney parks in the west 
they do find themselves looking a little enviously over at the the Japanese parks. And I do wonder if they were wary of that and whether or not they would be sort of stealing the thunder of the US-centric announcements if they then, you know, came in with a, an entirely new park to announce for Japan when yeah. a lot of people think that Disney World could do with a, a whole new park. And that seems like something that they're going to be very reluctant to ever do. Yes. So, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. look, they're, they're expanding magic kingdom once again right so uh i think a, a new park there a new gate is definitely off of the cards for the time yeah. being at disney world so there are also rumors that there might be a third gate they talk about maybe a third gate coming to california which i don't think is possible but you know potentially actually an extension there instead as well so hmm. yeah. oh okay well, I mean, look, uh, obviously, I, I am really, really keen to get to Japan and do those parks, you know, 2023, who, who knows? Uh, who knows? Um, yeah. But it's it's good to know that it is at least viable again. So, yeah, uh, yeah, perhaps that is something we'll be able to start looking into in 2023. But as you say, Disneyland Paris first. Hell um, yeah. Because we can, we can reveal here and now that we are going back to Disneyland Paris Uh in, in not not long at all we're going in november uh so that'll be good fun there there's uh, some new stuff there since we were last there park rush was born in disneyland paris so yeah. uh we're going home know, we're going home <laughs> exactly oh, it's gonna be emotional oh yeah uh yeah so uh we'll look forward to that right moving on away from sky news as much as it pains me <laughs> That's not a coded message, by the way. That's purely, <laughs> purely uh, when it comes to this particular show. Uh, let's go to uh, Spectrum News or Bay Bay News Nine, which is the most uh, American-sounding news network that there ever has been. Yeah, uh, and we've got uh, Bush Gardens Tampa teasing a new ride, uh, which. Um, it's completely news to me. I, I was there, of course. I, I did spend a day at Bush Gardens in, I think it might have been May by the time we were there, rather than April. And there was no sign. I mean, maybe I just wasn't paying attention, but I saw no <laughs> obvious sign of a rye being worked it's on. It's been known on uh, before, Tom. Sorry? It's been known for you to not be paying attention before. Oh, uh, right. Yes. Uh, I, I don't dispute that. So that may well have, that, this may just well uh, be another example. Uh, but anyway, this is apparently be, uh, being worked on on the uh, site of Rhino Rally, which has been vacant for a very long time. I, I loved Rhino Rally, uh, but as I say, it's been gone for a long time. A, a chunk of Rhino Rally, uh, Cheetah Hunt barrels through that space now. Uh, but yeah, there's a you know the, the majority I would say of the the old Rhino Rally area uh, is vacant. So. Yeah, there's room for something there, and they are working on it. And there is a picture here uh, in the article that was tweeted out by Bush Gardens. What is going on here, as the tweet asks, Josh? What kind of ride do you think this, uh, this is? This definitely looks like a... Uh, well, I think it actually mentions it here. Uh, a that it's believed to be a sort of pendulum style swing ride. Uh, which... Oh, like um, like the one at Fantasia Land. Uh... Was that what that was? What was that ride called? 
Um, you know what? The Mexico you know what I mean? one. Yeah. No, I don't think it's going to be like that. I think it might be something else. Uh, that's Talacan, that by the way. Talacan, uh, People yeah. are aware of that. So you don't think it's Talacan? No, I think it... I mean, this is looking... Uh, it looks quite big from the, you know, the structures that are there. I think it's uh, something a bit more... Uh, I don't know, like a um, sort of pirate shipy, maybe? I don't know. So they've had a pirate... I mean, the pirate ship that they've got there, Sandstorm... I don't know what the sort of status of that is. It wasn't open when I was there, uh, but it was still there. So they've already got one of those. They've obviously got a drop tower as well with the Falcon's Fury. Yeah. Although that also shot when I was there. So I don't suppose there's really any reason to build another one of either of those. So I'm just kind of trying to think really of what kind of thrill rides, because it's clearly not a roller coaster. So what kind of thrill rides do they not have? At Bush Gardens, that would make sense. Uh, yeah, I'm just I've just pulled up the list of rides at uh, SeaWorld San Antonio. Um, trying to f- oh right, see yes. what got there. Uh, a, a pendulum style swing ride is what is, as you say, is what this article talks about. Yeah, I, yeah. People, if if you Google that, folks, you you will have seen one of these before, uh, and I think it's a no from me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, that looks grim. I think I'm good. I think I'm good. Let me Google it. It's it's basically like if Jigsaw from Saw. Designed oh a yeah, one of those. I know those. Uh, yeah. I've been on one of those. Ugh. Did you like it? Uh, it wasn't as leery as these ones, if I'm honest. It's a lot, right. a lot smaller. Uh, a lot, a, a, a local, relatively local theme park, uh, the Breen Sands Amusement Park. I think it was. Um, right. It was good fun. Well, Josh, if you actually click on that, or if you click on the Bush Gardens Tampa Bay account name on that tweet oh, yeah. in the article, which will take you to their Twitter page, you'll see that their top tweet from four hours ago is a bit of video of this ride going vertical. Oh, so you might want yeah, to pull yeah. that up for people to see. There you go. There you go. That's cool. It doesn't, uh, yeah, it doesn't really give anything more away than the picture, to be honest. I but. think it... Uh, from from the construction in that video there, I'd definitely say it's what uh, Bay News is describing it as. Uh, a big pendulum. A big pendulum, yeah. Looks like a big right. old pendulum, though. Really big. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. It does. So maybe this will be a sort of early 2023, do you, do you reckon? Sort of in time for spring? I mean, they've, yeah. they've been hitting that kind of cadence for a while now. I mean, Tigris was around that time of year. As well, and Iron Guazi was around that time of year this year. So, uh, or was it last year? No, That's a bit I like rushing. Waiting for Iron Guazi was a strange experience. So I feel like uh, I, I think that opened this year. My sense of time is completely broken. <laughs> it looks a bit like Rush at Thorpe Park. Right. Yes, it was this year. Iron Guazi, March 2022. Right. Yeah. Uh, Tigris, I think, was May 2019. Uh, so yeah, 
that that kind of that time of year seems like a popular time of year so far as British Gardens are concerned for new rides. April 2019 was Tigris. Uh, yeah, there you go. I mean, yeah, I think that certainly does look like it looks a bit like Rush at Thought Park, so maybe it'd be something like that. Um, mm. That video definitely looks very thought uh, Rush like. Right. Yeah. So I have to, and it's just that's just a really basically just a really big swing. So. Mm. Um, did you go on Rush? I think you went on Rush. I thought part when we went. Uh, I forget. I can't remember. Yeah, to be honest, it's just a big swing. No, I can't remember. I think I went on it. Yeah. I think Abby didn't. Yeah. I think it was just the two of us. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll keep an eye on that, and uh, we'll wrap up this week's episode with uh, and uh, a new store at Disneyland themed to Princess and the Frog which appropriately enough has moved into the New Orleans section of Disneyland. Uh, of course, this is in advance of Tiana's Bio Adventure, which is going to be opening in 2024, replacing Splash Mountain. This shop looks great, Josh. I absolutely love the theming in here. It's called Yodora's Chic Boutique, featuring Tiana's Gourmet Secrets. And, yeah, it looks absolutely fantastic. Uh, this theme park insider article from Robert Niles says guests will find a variety of kitchen oh, knickknacks, wow. accessories and cookbooks, uh, including ones by Leah Chase, whom Disney has credited as an inspiration behind the lead character in the 2009 film. Uh, the store is inspired by Princess Tiana's dressmaker mother, Eudora, and is the next step in giving the New Orleans set film a stronger presence in Disneyland's New Orleans Square, which will be home to the Tiana rethemed Splash Mountain when Tiana's Bio Adventure opens in late 2024. Uh, yeah, uh, I mean, there are some people in the comments of this article who don't seem to think it looks particularly great. But oh. I mean, as we know, comment sections are not a great place to go for balanced takes on things. It is primarily people moaning. I think this looks really nice. I'm I'm a fan of this. Yeah. I think it's really nicely decorated. I love the the storefront as well and the signage, the font. Yeah, looks really good like to me. I'm I, I'm happy with I'm it. I'm all over it. Uh, it's really well. I think it's really well done. Yeah, yeah. A couple of nice pictures there, which I hope um, uh, I hope give the sense of what it looks like. So, yeah, there we go. And yeah, well well in advance of the ride. So. It'll be interesting to see kind of when you might start seeing ride-specific merch in there. Might they start to to put some in, um, you know, in advance of the ride opening? I think that would make sense from a marketing perspective. Uh, yeah. Especially once Splash Mountain has closed, so to start kind of getting people engaged and excited by by what's to come. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um... I, yeah, I think I think I really want them to do kind of um, more grown-up, I guess, merchandise in there. Like, uh, for example, when we went to uh, Disney World back in 2018, uh, I got my mum a Beauty and the Beast uh, kind of tall glass, you know, like a gin and tonic sort of glass, uh, or like a not gin and tonic glass, but like a a tall glass, a highball. Um, and yeah. I want a, I want a pack of condoms with Louis the crocodile on them. <laughs> yeah, preferably no. Um, Sorry, 
Sorry, that was inappropriate. He's an alligator. Yes, come on. Um, but yeah, stuff like that, you know, glassware, uh, plates and that sort of which it does look like they have in this in this shot. So, I, you know, something a bit more mature, but not not uh, not R-rated, but, you know, PG-13. Uh, sure, yeah. yes. I want some PG-13 merch in yeah. my Princess and the Frog store. Thank you very much. Yes, please. All right, well, that's going to do it. That's all the news we have for this week's episode of In The Loop. Thank you very much for watching. If you're here on YouTube, if you're listening on the main uh, podcast feed, then thank you for listening as ever. hope you don't mind In The Loop intruding uh, for, I think, the third time in the last sort of six, seven weeks or so. But, uh, yeah, it's been busy around these parts. Josh has obviously been editing all of the travel vlogs. Uh, I've quite I've had quite a few Larry weekend shifts of late. And just looking ahead over the course of the next six weeks or so, and we were kind of mapping out what would make sense in terms of a schedule for the main podcast feed, we just kind of settled on the fact that it would make sense for us to just plug in the loop into this slot here. And as I say, uh, for the next two weeks, we're hoping, we're hoping, not confirmed yet, but we're hoping that we're going to have a couple of episodes on the Halloween offerings at Disney World and Universal Studios Orlando so those will hopefully be good fun and then once those are done then we're going to move on to the Euro Rush trip report episodes which I'm really excited to get into by that point the vlogs will be done so it will be nice to get stuck in in podcast form to our time at Europa Park and Trips Drill and Fantasia Land movie park and Efteling yeah. and then by the time we're done with those we'll be getting back from Disneyland Paris uh, at which point of course we'll be able to do trip reports about our time there so there's lots of stuff to look forward to here at Park Rush we hope and uh, wherever you're listening or watching we hope you enjoy as well as I said at the top of the show the best place to go to keep up with everything is links.parkrush.com and if you want to get in touch, it's podcast at parkrush.com. Uh, thank you very much again. Stay safe out there. Take it easy. And we'll catch you next time. Goodbye. See ya. See ya.